0: Yo, what up this b-boy Reds?
1: I'm DJ Butter, y'all. It's yeah. funky, fresh in the flesh. We back. We back. We got Black Sea from Rufus by Law Crew, RBL Posse. Real yes, little sir. legend, right here. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. We appreciate you joining us today, man. For real. All
2: right, man. Ain't no problem, man. Hey, I love y'all reaching out, just having me, man. You know?
1: Yeah, I, I met the crew. Uh a long time ago in Detroit, uh, y'all was at the Pontchartrain Hotel, man. Um, me and my homeboy Wesley Valentine. I'm a, I'm a send you a picture. I don't know if you remember. A long time ago.
2: Was that when we was, we was out there? We had that show in Pontiac or somewhere.
1: Y'all was in Detroit for a minute.
2: Yeah, we, man, we, we lived there. lived out there in Detroit. Yeah, we, man, heavy, yeah, heavy. Really, the man. whole. Mix- flint lansing yeah man, oh wow.
1: <laughs> man it was one, a day we, we one, we one day one yeah, day one yo yeah. yeah. shout out to yeah, my cousin y'all. man my cousin hold on one one second my cousin shannon put me on to the rbo posse man we was <laughs> we was at her house on a kentucky and in a pa man and um she went to the party store man and um y'all store y'all cds was in the stores over there and she brought us back some brews and stuff. And uh, she, she laid y'all CD on the table. We was like, what is this? You know. She said, it's just like some hood niggas, man. They look like us. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, right. so, man, shout out to Shan G. You know, she put, put me on to the whole crew,
0: for real. Love,
1: man. <laughs> you know,
0: that whole, y'all whole sound just reminded us of, of Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Like the All way right. y'all music was produced the production and everything, even like y'all rhyme style, it, it reminded us of us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, right, right, right,
1: right, right. Uh,
0: it, it was a club here called The Dancery back in the day, and they would only play so much, like they played a lot of dance music, but they would mm. only play like maybe six or seven hip hop songs because they the DJ would do like a hip hop set, right? And Bama Weed was always one of those songs. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you made the 420 anthem for real for real, hey, for <laughs> real man you're <Like,
0: laughs>
2: living off of and doing shows to this day that's 30 so, years bro. later man you know what
1: that's I mean real, bro. yeah bro. Man, t- talk about man um how important it is to invest in yourself man um day one I, I I seen some of the um the stories about you uh investing in yourself and dealing with the distributors with the physical copies and stuff like mm-hmm. that you know, um, them owing you money, and then you got to go back and press up new music. Right. You know, you know just y'all, y'all area kind of showed the world independence. I think y'all showed a lot with New York and right. you know, Detroit, uh, especially with the Street Lords and all those guys that y'all influenced from the Bay Area and San Francisco was um, heavy, just like over the globe, I think. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. talk about that, man, for real. You know? I think
2: it all started really. I got to give it up for too short. You know, I say he was like the godfather of that. He pulled up in our neighborhood selling his cassettes, you know, and they weren't even real cassettes. I think it, it looked like he dubbed them from one deck to the other deck, like from back in those days. This was like maybe 87, 88 or something. And um, that's just kind of how we came in the game. So when I got out of law Cabin in 89, and I started, my boy Budweiser got me into the music. All I thought about was too short how he did it, you know, just making the music in house, pressing them up, you know, going, having a TDK, or your Maxwell tapes and you press it from, you know, having a dual cassette deck, press it up. And then we just were selling them around the neighborhood for five dollars and, and it was taking off. You know, we decided to go professionally with it. And when I when I went professionally, I decided to keep that same concept, just, you know, press it up and out the trunk. It's just all I knew. I didn't know nothing about one stops or distributors and none of that. I just was gonna just sell it out the trunk, you know, and uh TC put me on the Intermittent Records, which later on we end up doing a little deal with, but you know, I, I always tried to stay independent, man. Just uh, just I just wanted the major even when I went to Atlantic, I just that was just just to try it, you know what I mean, just to have that major label experience. And just to get that trying to get that boost because you know they do give you that exposure and they put you in certain doors that you can't normally go in you know what i mean so right, 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 right. using just for a boost but I always was in my mind independent is what i was gonna i was gonna stay at and what i was gonna do just straight out the trunk and um yeah like i said i was just blessed to be able to see that from e40 and them and just uh you know be around you know even master p when he was out here everybody was out the trunk you know me Dealing with JT over with GLP and all them, I, I end up showing him where to go press his stuff at, and he' been independent ever since, and been killing it, you know, on the grind, you know what I mean. So that's just a thing out here in the Bay Area. It's just always just having your own that creative control, you know what I mean? Because we're a little bit different, you know. And I tried going into the majors, and they try to get you in the boardrooms and say, oh, you need to make singles like this, or be like this person, whoever hot at the time. And I didn't like that feeling, you know what I mean? I like going in the studio and just doing me, me and Mr. C, me and Hitman, whether it's me on my solo stuff right now. I like to just do what would feel good to me. Huh? You know, I can't have nobody over, overseeing my right. project and telling me which way to go with it, you know?
0: Right, right. Yeah, I, I want to say too, like, you know, a lot of people credit Master P for his hustle, but I, I have to hands down say the Bay Area, like y'all really, set the trend on an independent hustle like y'all from well, the
2: bay area you know what i mean I when know. That's,
0: what I'm saying. <laughs> that's why i'm giving y'all y'all props because yeah. y'all mastered it and y'all showed the world how to do it and be successful without the major labels and like mm-hmm. let's lock down our region and then the rest of the world will tap into us exactly. so when y'all go to a major y'all got something to show like oh y'all can't just argument, with cameras, yeah. right 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 yeah that was dope yeah so yeah. Can, can you give us a little because you know we we familiar but a lot of some of our fans especially our youngest fans like kind of explain like the growing up in a Hunters point area uh a center, and how does that differ from other parts of the area out there um
2: i wouldn't say it differs it's i mean it's like any other hood to be honest with you i mean it ain't no different than l.a Right. It ain't no um, different than I mean any ghetto around the world. I mean, slang might be different or something like that, but um, it might dress a little bit different. But um, nah, I wouldn't say it's any different. Like um, uh, we do got a lot of projects. One thing that that people misunderstand uh, mistake San Francisco for, and they get misunderstood for it, is it just being like the LGBTQ community over there. You know, we have is big. We got a side over there. But they never really noticed that dark side. Hunters Point, really, I say Frisco, like Filmore. All it's a lot of projects out there, a lot of them, you know. And uh, people don't see that until they come there on a tour or something, end up making a wrong turn, and end up in Hunters Point, and you end up in on Harbor Road where I'm from. uh, You know, straight concrete slabs, concrete jungle. Used to be old naval uh, bases, you know, uh, where you know naval bunkers, basically. And uh, you know, people kind of think that's just like a tourist town you know and um yeah we that's why me and Mr C was we was passionate about really putting Frisco on the map because a lot of times when people used to leave San Francisco they used to be ashamed of saying like when they say where you from they'll just say Bay Area you know we didn't like that it was just like man I'm gonna represent Frisco with pride like you know San Francisco Frisco whatever you want to call it because really when you thought about the Bay Area you really thought about Oakland which Oakland I would say is kind of sort of like the Mecca out here when you and when it comes to music, they was first, you know, when it comes to just having the Black Panthers, you know, that whole movement, everything was just about Oakland. So Oakland was always on the map. But San Francisco, I would say uh, Richmond, you know, EPA, uh, East Palo Alto, rather, uh, you know, uh, Vallejo, Fairfield, everybody can start emerging later on through music. You know, music kind of helped us get on the map and kind of the eyes to uh, a lot of fans and just other regions to what's going on in our area it wasn't just only Oakland but uh Oakland is the Mecca you know because if you if Oakland bumping your music like they did ours you're gonna take off from there you know what I mean if you don't crack Oakland right. it's, it's kind of hard to crack you gotta you're gonna really got to put in overtime and kind of lead a region or something and try to make something happen but uh yeah uh I wouldn't say it's no different than than any other hoods you know you growing up you know you, uh, you got mama Faye mama Rose you know other people you know it's like a, a village you know to take take a village to raise you and I'm down the street getting into something my friend's mom could come out there and spank me do whatever you know and, and put me in check you know so it wasn't no different than you know having candy houses the icy house the you know whatever it's the same thing you know <laughs> it's dope. It's
1: dope. hey they, black Sea, uh you you got a book coming out or is it it's, it's out, already
2: it? out it's out okay. it, it dropped uh last uh about been out about two months now yeah two okay. months real it's, it's doing really really good you know i done sold a thousand copies out the trunk you know just pressed up a couple hundred more and uh yes yeah, it's, it's called uh, a part of survival from the block to the booth
1: uh, it's in hopes to do a film on it
2: yeah that's exactly what that is we we yeah. uh hopefully finna get with empire get with guys and them over there we're supposed to work on uh this turf war uh little movie but um mine is sort of like um mine because I was a big part of the turf wars of San Francisco so what we, we what I what I did was just like create I'm trying to just create my own story. I'm going to put out my own story and try to create my own movie. And then it's going to try to intertwine with the turf wars because uh, I was a part of that. So once you got the book, you pretty much got a script. It's all about, you know, I mean, just getting with the right producer, somebody who can shoot it and, uh, you know, bring your vision to life. So that's what I'm working on now, just trying to get the right person that I can sit down with and hopefully get in there and link up with Empire you know to try to get uh you know i'll be out the trunk or hopefully get a land some on netflix or something you know
1: mm, That's yeah you got a real story for real. yeah
2: yeah yeah man they've they been loving it they've
0: been loving it hey hey tell us something about like your 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 partners uh mr c and Hitman. like what type of what what were they personalities like and what type of people were they
2: man mr c man he was uh he was like the uh the young Casanova, young gigolo of the, of the crew, man. You know, it seemed like when I lost him, like he was real funny too, man. You could tell in his lyrics. Um, both of them, him and Hitman, was similar. Hitman was a little younger than us, you know. That was a little He was a little younger than us. He he came in later on, you know, on the, during the second album. You know, I met him and tried to put him on. A lot of people thought he was in the group, which he he wasn't. He was just really like the Robin to our Batman. We we were just using our platform and using uh, the labels that we had, and they power to kind of give him exposure for his solo career. You know, he always been a solo artist, but Mr. C man was real funny, you know, real charismatic man and uh, was the Joker. And he was the one that brought the females. It was like, I was more the hard version the street side. And he was more of the Joker and, and the ladies man. Like, you know, it was like, when we lost him, I lost a lot of the female fans. You know what I mean? It was like, I was just, it was just all hard shit coming out. You know what I mean? It was just mainly gangster. it was just really the gangster side. So. We did lose that party side because RB always had like it, it was gangster, but it was had a party energy to it. You know what I mean? Nice yeah. up tempo beats and stuff like that. So when I produced, I always kind of had Mr. C in mind and try to use up tempo beats and stuff when I was uh making the beats for the, our earlier albums. But when I lost him, it just like my mind. I would just I just went elsewhere. I, I also got pro- beats from other producers, but. You know that party vibe just kind of left and i kind of stopped producing so the energy of rbl just switched you know the last the albums after mr c was totally different than the first two with him in, involved so and we noticed that the fans noticed it you know and it, it was a big difference you know even with us having me having a uh, hitman step in and playing a bigger part a bigger role it was just a different vibe you
0: know right what um so like because i know bama we all know y'all from bama weed but y'all had that song um you you remind me was that the name yeah. of it
3: yeah, it yeah. that seemed it was like
0: was that a bigger hit because it seemed like that um, was more like uh um, radio friendly
2: no nah, that was i would say later on it became like that in lesson to be learned right. really lesson to be learned start emerging now like it's streaming almost bigger and better than bama weed now and that's because of the Latino community. Like, we got a big Latino fan base, and they they fucking love that song. Like a lesson to be learned and remind me. So they streaming those two now. Now it's becoming bigger than Bamber Weed. But back when it dropped, nah, nothing came close to Bamber Weed. <laughs> nothing. That's right. Yeah, that's so, y'all was the
1: first to y'all was the first to say weed on the radio or on the rap. Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> like it was other weed songs, but they didn't do as big as ours, like you had Piper's yeah. Hill had like somewhat of a weed song, but they was kind of disguising it, I, I forgot the actual song, and then you had MC Pooh, with fucking with Dank, you know yeah. what I mean, he was yeah. right for us, but it didn't take off, it was more like underground, you know what I mean, but we was the first one to like make a video, put it out, make a clean version, send it to radio, and so we really got known. As far as being like, you know, what I mean, the trailblazers for the weed thing.
0: All right, I, I want to clear something up too on the word Bama because
2: when we when
0: we say Bama, it's kind of like we refer to like, in other words, like Alabama, but it's kind of like some backwoods type thing. Was that y'all intention with the uh, word Bama, or what was y'all? Bama,
2: Bama came is more like bunk. Like
1: yeah. you know, I mean, like it'd
2: be like, that, look at that bammer ass car right there, or look at that bammer ass broad. Like that's just bunk. If you weak looking fake, it's not right. It's bammer. You know what I mean? It was just a word that came out. It just sounded like bunk. I can't say who was actually the person in my neighborhood who 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 thought of it, who came with it. it just kind of came out of nowhere. We just kind of just be like, bro, that's some bammer weed, and it just stuck. And it just was in our neighborhood, you know, on Harbor Road, and. And I just decided, it was a joke with me. I was just kind of, when I did the song, Don't Give Me No Bammer Joint, because that was the first one. It was Don't Give Me No Bammer Joint, We Don't Smoke That Shit in Hunter's Point. Yeah. I that. that was the first song I did without Mr. C. Mr. C wasn't on that version. That's the one I was selling around the neighborhood and it took off and I knew it was a hit and I was just joking with it, you know what I mean? And uh, it just, it did hella good. So by the time I met Mr. C and I took it to the studio, we switched it to try to bring Frisco in and switched it to Don't Give Me No Bammer Weed instead of Bammer Joint. And uh, yeah, it, it just man, I'm glad I did that because Phil Mo, Sunnydale, all uh, the other neighbors—usually we didn't really fuck with. They they was really they was they was fucking with us heavy, you know. Right. That. Yeah,
0: that, that was smart too because it it go to it 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 says a lot about y'all marketing behind that because mm-hmm. you would just use Hunters Point. It's like okay, this is local, but right. when y'all open up, y'all opened up a new audience with it.
3: Exactly.
0: Right? Exactly.
2: Hmm. Damn bammer <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bammer's just bunked though, just to you know, just
1: y'all was the first like, one to say it on wax, though, right? Bammer.
2: Yeah, I ain't never heard it before that back yeah. in 92. Now, because that was we were saying that like in 89, 90, Bammer. It's just that yeah. I used it on the album and uh why well, use it locally on my little local album in 91. Not the album, but the little cassettes I was putting out in 91. Then when I took it to the studio professionally, it came out in 92 but that was some, that was a word that we was using since like 89, you know? Uh, yeah, you, a- you
1: was rhyming in high school?
2: Nah, I started rapping as soon as I got out of Law Cabin Ranch, this, uh, juvenile uh, detention facility. Uh, as soon as I got out of there, my boy Budweiser was rapping. He was like the main rapper in the neighborhood, him and this dude named T-Lo. And I never thought about rap. I never thought about doing beats. I did all that. Like, in like 89, 90, I started playing with it. And then, um, I say by 91 when they stopped coming to the studio. I was making beats. They stopped coming to the studio. I end up, I just start rapping on some of the beats, playing with it. I made this song called What About My Niggas. And I took two short concept where you say, You name anybody in a song, they're gonna want to play it. He said, So that was always my thing to throw a few of the Big dog dudes who, you know, who bosses or ballers, put their names in it and they gonna play it, you know. And mm-hmm. I did a whole song to just naming everybody in my neighborhood. And you know, what they do, you know. I might may say, oh, my boy Buttweiser, you know, he look fly, this and that. I say, oh, my boy T Lo, you know, he be pimping females and this and that, you know, getting his money. And you know, I was just saying their name and rhyming it, and uh, yeah, they it blew up, you know. So I ended up doing it again, made a song called Rolling Through the Turse of HP where, uh, cause I kind of seen that when I was just naming people in my neighborhood, not everybody really cared to bump it cause I didn't name them. So I ended up doing another one my <laughs> name, rolling through the turf. So I'm naming people from different turfs and yeah, they yeah. it off.
1: Yeah, that's how
2: it go. <laughs> <laughs> Once was like, bro, you the rawest one. You got your voice, like, man, you got a voice. You gotta, man, you gotta keep making more songs. So I ended up making Bammer, uh join after that. And yeah, it was off to the races.
1: We, man, tell us something, uh, man, you, you got shots at 17 years old, man. And, um, yeah. What do you get your strength from, man, your resilience? I, we know you, you got a, your father has 17 uh, brothers and sisters. Is that mm-hmm. where that come from? Like, because you, your determination is like, that's the movie right there. Like, you know, right. losing rap, rap homies and, you know, to, just to keep going and pressing up music, you know, um. It's just like you—you you don't stop, and then now it's like you are working with Larry June. It's right. Like he, you know, it's like a, the the love they give you back. It's like, damn, that's—it's a beautiful thing to see that. Right, and, and that's
2: what it is, it's, man. It's just the motivation from fans and friends. Because I mean, I trust me, I did been—I didn't want it to tap out a few times, especially when I Mister C, man. When I like that, that—that hit hard, and I didn't lost a lot of homies before Mister C, just through the um just the turf wars that was going on from like 87 to like 80 not with like 92 really 87 to 92. it was like you know we lost a lot but even with mr c like i only really knew him from 90 he he came up there in 91. but it hit different though you know what i mean it was like i was with him every day for those like four five years i knew him and you know i brought him up there and i knew how much of a good dude he was and his parents and them trusted him up there with me up in the project because he wasn't from the project you know he stayed in the house was brought up you know in a good situation with both parents in the house you know his grandmama and grandpops uh brought him to church all the time Like he was a good dude all he wanted to do was rhyme so that hit me different and uh, i did want to tap out after that it just man it, i don't know it just was just having a conversation I, you know Craig Callum and my mom and them and them just telling me like you know you got to just keep the torch lit for them. You got to keep it going for them. It's just conversations like that and just hearing fans like, oh, man, you know, I grew up off your stuff. My uncles and them used to gangbang to your music. Or we, they used to hustle. Or I was young, and, you know, and that just motivate me, man. And, you know, Even when Larry June came to me, you know, that's my one of my best friends who grew up in my uh, neighborhood. He was actually supposed to be on the cover that day when we did the cover, but he didn't show up. So uh, Larry June, his father named Larry June. He like, he the real Larry June. Uh, he, he really
1: was- did he
2: rhyme? Ah, he never rhymed. He just always, <laughs> uh, he just always tried to put out people. He was trying to be executive producers. So oh, his Larry June is got that name in honor of his dad because you know he was he was one of them guys on our block. You know, right along with us, he was you know getting his money, doing his thing, had all the uh, Chevy Chevelles, the fofo twos, he McLarens, and like you know he had the six seven Cougar gold thing. Like he was he was one of them boys uh, on on my block. You know, with me. So uh, it's just like him coming to me and like, Unk, man, I need you. And I'm like, I was semi-retired. And he's just like, man, now nah, you got to do this song. We got to at least get one song in. And that one song led to another song, to another song, to all of a sudden, I'm like, man, let me get in and do an album now. Because I start getting embraced by his fans, you know, the younger generation. And I, when I went on tour with him, you know, the last leg of his tour was just like one of those things where it's like, man, I got bit with the bug again, you know, so. Just to go back with to what you asked me you know it's just man it's just that type of motivation even when i got shot it was just one of them things where they just like man you know because i was real self-conscious about my eye i'm like man i got to get my eye removed and all that it was just i didn't like the way the eye looked and you know how it felt I, i was just mad and just getting have people just like bruh you know, people look up to you, the leader, you know, you be fly, you know, matter what, you ain't, you ain't lost your fly in this, you ain't lost this, and you ain't lost, you know, so mm-hmm. it's just those type of conversations with people, man, that always motivated me, man, it just be them little small ones, too, where you just be having that one on one with somebody, and they just be like, man, you know, you really motivated me, that, mm-hmm. that 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 shit hit like deep with me. So, and I just be, you know, got to keep the torch lit. So I'm back at it. And I'm having fun with it. You know, this, this second win is like, is it's, it's, man, I'm having fun, able to really do what I want to do. And, and I'm controlling my own destiny right now. You know, I ain't got tied to no labels or none of that, man. And shout out to Empire Ghazi. You know, he one of them dudes that trying to make sure, you know, I, I'm right. You know what I mean? He always, you know, he try to make sure that my distribution is right. And he uh, constantly check on me, constantly answer the phone, you know, and uh, even though he a big, big dog now, he, he still answered when I call him, you know what I mean? Because I watched him from being in the cubicle to running empire so you know it's good to have them relationships man and and don't burn no bridges over the years you know every relationship i had even within a minute i don't deal with jason you know but i never really did nothing bad to him as bad as i did i always kind of like kept that relationship open you know mm-hmm. to where we can at least sit down and try to negotiate talk and try to you know come to some type of agreement on something so you know i believe in building the relationship relationships is big you know what i mean way yeah. bigger than one. right yeah
0: hey. You touched on it earlier about the, the the difference between being an independent or on a major, right? Mm-hmm. And a major having that exposure. But do you think like, um, because we we see a lot of rappers, everybody don't have to hustle, right? Mm-hmm. So do you think an independent route is the way to go at first? Or do you think like, what what's your opinion on that for like an up and coming artist?
1: Which y'all yeah. sold about seven hundred thousand before y'all got to Atlantic or something, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, we sold, we sold a, we sold a bunch. We, we still was assisted, even though in, in a minute was independent. Right. Back then, it was almost like a major because they had access. They was like a one stop. So they had, they, they was a dis- distributor to where they had access to all the mom and pops, and plus they were servicing a lot of like the warehouses, the. Uh, Uh, who else was out back then a Camelot records and and, and things of that nature. So I would say that, uh, it just depends on your situation. Like back then independent was good because it was like word of mouth could get around nowadays. It's so many people out, even though you are independent it's still hard to kind of stand out above the rest. You got to really be unique like right now. So, um, it, it just really depends. Like me, I, I'm I'm good with being independent now because of the, I came out when I did, so I already kind of got a fan base that I done not you know, kind of curated over the years and had over the years. So it's kind of harder for a new artist. That, I mean, you really ain't got no choice but to be independent unless they hearing, you know, hearing about you. So you got to kind of make noise to where you got the option to turn down majors. But if you got a major deal on the table, just based on on just like your talent and they just maybe stumbled on you, I would probably do that. I would probably do maybe a, a maybe two, three year deal just to get that notoriety, just to use their resources, just to build up my fan base. And then after that, I'm back, I'm independent after that. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm definitely not staying on no major. Some people like being pacified and like that. Like I was hearing Jada right. could say like, I like the majors, even though I know I can get money independent. I just, he like having that budget. He like, he'd been able to use their money. He liked them being able to set up the interviews at certain platforms you know 106 and cameos or the you know or the breakfast clubs or whatever, you know sometimes you don't have access to that unless you're going through the majors so i, I feel him on that too but the east coast was brought up on majors they was out there around majors where they came out on deals it, right. it, Being in the bay area i'm kind of happy that we was being independent because now that the majors is kind of shut down a lot of them dudes who counted on majors don't know what to do they like running around like a chicken with their head cut off mm-hmm. because they don't got the experience of being independent so now they like oh shit, you know they're trying to figure out what to do but right. we've been doing it so it's no problem we used to like when i got dropped off atlantic i didn't care i was i was happy to get away from them because i was trying to figure out how to hey i'm going to get out this deal because i don't they done already gave me enough exposure to where now once i go back independent i could kill him and i did you know i end up going back independent we put out hostile takeover and I put that out through uh Bayside distribution and it sold over a hundred and some thousand copies independent. And I was able to eat off of that, you know, which a lot of dudes probably on the East would look at a hundred thousand. That ain't nothing, but independently. Yeah. You count that up times $10. That's some paper, you know what I mean? So that's what they don't look at. You know, we get more money. We might not get the exposure, but on the West coast, in the Bay area, we get way more money and we ain't owing nobody, you know, mm-hmm. now they maybe get advanced two three 300,000. you're not making no money now you're counting on going to go do shows when we done made a million you know what i mean we done made a half a million and we don't owe nobody you know what i mean and we're our own destiny with the shows and everything so it just depends you know what i mean like today and today if you can get a major get that major look i would probably do it just to get just to boost my numbers up and and, and get re better reached out to fans and then I would probably go back independent. I, I would do it once, you know, but, uh, you know, just for touring things, things of that nature, getting on radio, getting on Clear Channel, you know, all they radio stuff, iHeart or whatever you call it nowadays, you know, but that's that's it. But me, myself, I'm I'm not even looking at a major. I don't even care about it. It's, it's useless to me nowadays just to get tied down for some years. It don't right. make no sense
1: you know y'all y'all debuted album uh, lesson to be learned is is on wax now with, for vinyl now ain't it
2: and, and, yeah 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 we just I released it
1: yes yeah, crispy i seen it in the stores yeah. and i said wow yeah. that's dope dope dope
2: yeah. Real
0: dope i, I want to say something too man i really got to give you your props because it's not many people that was in a group and the members are no longer here and you just mm-hmm. carrying that name on like mm-hmm. When yeah. when I I looked at the links, I'm like, man, RBL this or RBL that. It's like all RBL. It was yeah. like I'm, I'm carrying the legacy, even though you can do your solo stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, if I when I, if I Google RBL Posse, RBL Posse coming up. It ain't a bunch of just independent wow. stuff by you, man. So right. I just want to applaud yeah. you for that because yeah, not many people do that.
2: You know? appreciate it man yeah i know i know and i i see that too i mean i see groups who me, both members are still around you know what i mean and even ones that have lost a member and they it, it's hard to kind of keep that name going to to where people still trust and, and still come out and see you where they right. like you know, someone be like man how that's rbl they don't lost two people that's impossible you know but my fans still come out uh man it's just you know because with me it's rbl first then black Sea man i always try to put that you know keep that torch lit for my guys man and i i, I try to make show sure, you know i i i do that you know i mean it's it's just one of them things where you know without no rbl is no me so i try to make sure I, I i keep that just you know on that that plateau man and just just put that on that pedestal to where you know people gonna you know they're gonna respect it you know they like man you know he he been out here putting in the work you know and grinding and keeping that name alive man and um yeah it's been a blessing man and I know that's this ain't this is rare you know what I mean it's for it to happen like this so you know I appreciate the fans man so so much you know, like they you just don't know like man it's
1: yeah
2: man, it's crazy how much I appreciate them just buying the merch you know going to my website buying, I mean we sell out everything we put out so I mean this is just it's incredible you know
1: tell us something it was uh it was cool nut. He's from y'all. Y'all way, Coognut.
2: Not Coognut from Lakeview. He from uh, but you you can say they was allies. Him and Selsky and them, like we was always locked in. At this point, was always locked in with Lakeview. So, and they They always first.
1: They the first to put y'all way on the map,
2: huh? Yeah, yeah. They was first to put. He was the first to put Frisco, kind of like on the map. Uh, Coognut. He was one of the first. Him and I would say uh, Fonte
1: yeah,
2: tapped in with uh, Two Short. They was like the first two, as far as do it majorly. Now you had people like Huey M.C., who kind of was underground, who did his thing. But as far as really like getting that that exposure, like having an actual album out and being on something big, it was I would say rapping Fote and Cougnut, I.M.P.
1: And he, you know I mean? R.B.L. was the first group,
2: right? Uh Now I.M.P. was the first group. Okay. That's cool. That's who Cougnut was with. Okay. That was his group. Okay. okay. Yeah, M.C. Fresh. Too okay you know exactly. he always stood out because he was really the main rapper and it was imp but he was really rapping on all the tracks see fresh probably be on maybe three of them out of the whole album but he sounded like coog so it always sounded like coog nut with solo because see yeah. fresh coog nut voice sound exactly the same you know what i mean That's right. That's <laughs> yeah.
1: hey
0: yeah. you you had some um y'all worked with rick rock but i heard like mca produced something for y'all
2: uh, MC8, yeah,
0: nah, he was just
2: on it. Yeah. He was just music. He was now, nah, he didn't okay. produce, he was on uh, trying to get mine, him and TQ. Okay, and Tila, Tila on the on 97 album. I just did a song with him, yeah,
1: okay. So. You make beats, right?
2: Yeah, I, I produced our whole first album and right. uh, almost all of the second album. We yeah, two classics, I, I did those aside from one song uh the first album I did everything except G's by the one two threes with totally insane TC produced that and on the second album I did everything except Bounce to this Selsky produced it and um living that life and the sound it was like three of them that uh enhancer and TC did and Selsky did like one or two yeah so
1: yeah. Now tell, her, tell us some why, why hip-hop don't really embrace riding music no more just getting in your car cleaning your car up and just like y'all when i see you and, and, and y'all out there with the mustangs and you know it's just that summertime feeling this youthful right. you know what i'm saying and then see you with well, larry Junior. was like damn this is get you get in your mustang go to belle isle that's that's you know right. you know what i'm saying but that's that's what y'all always brought even with you know, with Bama Weed, it was like, um, it was a G thing almost, but it, it had the, ride. You know, the the funk of, yeah, yeah. you know, get high yeah. and chill out, you know, relax, you know, just, it was-
3: but the Larry thing.
2: bringing it back though. I would say Larry June is bringing that good feeling yeah. music back like that ride music, you know, it just- you know it go through its little phases man you know hip-hop beats just over here you know when one minute they saw us oh, emu emu or, emu or whatever they call it where everybody <laughs> is talking like they talking about suicidal type stuff like they the got rest in peace juice and you yeah. know just melodic singing type and then you know all of a sudden it's drilling it's drill music and killing everything they got the 30 yeah. round clip and they ride through i mean it just go through his yeah. phases but it always come back to where it's gonna be that G funk, that mob, that you know, it's gonna be somebody that come back and embrace it and put it back on the map. Like I like the guy I just did a song with Desi Hollow, like he got that real G funk. He a real funketeer, man. Like he, mm. he bring it back that West Coast funk, man. And he doing it in a nice. His production reminded me of like Dr. Dre and them, like back in the days. Like he and his hooks. And just his, right. his, his 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 man, he's spitting. He's he killing verbally, just all just tearing the beats up. So, him, Larry June, you know, I, I just I, I mean, I tip my hat to them because they bringing it back and they make you feel like you ain't got to follow the trends. You ain't got to get a trap right. beat and try right. to sound right. like little baby and all them. It's right. just like it's right. cool to just do you. You know what right. I mean. It's, Right. that's what yeah. so, <laughs> i had
1: on the stern wheel it's like,
2: I don't, like even when the hyphy movement was going on i never made a hyphy song i was just still in my own lane i probably wasn't selling as much as the hyphy guys but i was just doing me i think i put out like 70s baby and uh i put out uh city of Gods.' So i was like on a i was way in the left field when the hyphy thing was going on you know what i mean so i just never was to do that. I always just going in, there. whatever's coming out, I feel, in me, that's what I'm gonna do. I, you know, I don't care what's going on. And I might have something that sound trap on there that I might stumble on that I'd be like, okay, that got a feel to it, I like that, you know? But for the most part, I don't try to dedicate a whole album to that, you know what I mean? Right, but right, right. I don't mind getting on something that got a like the young folks type feel to it, but I'ma still put my type of hook on it. and yeah, I'ma I'm flip it in my way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To where it's gonna still be Black Sea.
1: That. tell us something man um, black sea um, we from HP as well Highland Park Michigan what uh <laughs> okay hey, okay you know, home of, home of Donald, Goins, all that say so, uh, talk about um man all the stuff you've been through man um you ever you ever got therapy or, or you get the therapy from the love from your from your peers so talk talk to the people about that man
2: um, really, my therapy really is the studio, man. You know, just writing. You know, just cause I don't go in there, I don't freestyle or do nothing. Like I'm still used to the pen and pad, like the old school way. You know, now I might type it out. You know, uh, in my computer, I get on my laptop, laptop, and and type it, which make it a little bit easier. You ain't got all this crossing out letters and scratching out stuff, and you know, it's it's easier to read now. Just you know that right. I'm writing on the computer, but that's really my therapy, writing. Even like when I did the book, just just going from it's, you know, it's from the block to the booth, me, you know, before RBL, during RBL, and, you know, just right now, just life after RBL when I did the book, that was really my therapy, just being able to get all that out and just deep dive into certain subjects, you know, how I felt about losing C, how I felt about the turf wars and me losing my eye and how I felt about, you know, being released on the majors and I, how I felt about in a minute just being able to deep dive and talk about all that. With my boy, when we was putting the book together, uh, me and Charles Jolivet, you know, shout out Charles. That was like my therapy, and and that's really to this day, that's really how you know really release. You know, it's, I don't really go talk to nobody, even though that probably be good, a good thing to do. But I think just talking to them, it was therapeutic for me. You know, so that's really it for me. And um, just re- getting in the car, I'll be in the car by myself, and I' throwing them oldies. And man, it ain't nothing like rolling around, you know, the Smokey Robinson and Marvin Gaye and just playing some old Funkadelic, Roger Zapp and
1: mm-hmm. just riding around
2: Patrice rushing like, man, just on the highway. Like I just zone out and be in deep thought
1: right.
2: and all of a sudden I'm rejuvenated. I'm ready to get back to the house and, I'm, man, the lyrics is coming. Like I feel like I'm better than ever. Right now, as far as lyrically, you know, my flow, my style, everything, done evolved. And you know, a lot of people telling me that nowadays, it's like, bro, how the hell? Like most rappers from your era, they kind of stuck there where they had a, they
1: man, can't you even. Young them. man, you, you with
2: the now? <laughs> I'm like, back, like, man, I don't know what happened. You
1: back twenty something now, yeah, you know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm better than ever right now. I'm like, man, man, man. I get girl, like, Larry June and him, he like, oh god, you got me going back to the drawing board. Like, what's going yeah. on? <laughs> like yeah man
1: i don't know what it is it's just but it's yeah, like what's happening, happening is that what's happening is the app.
2: yeah
1: appreciate that yeah. all is crispy you know what i'm saying yeah appreciate
2: that yeah that too. new one we got too
0: man check out that
1: new one we got that oh, right the new album. Yeah. Yeah, talk about new, your album. new album yeah talk about
0: the new album hey, want i, I want to uh mr diplomat i'm gonna I, i'm gonna add him to the stream too real quick <laughs> What's going on, what sir? OG? OG, what's going on? What's hey, what's up Salute. with you,
3: man? Salute. Yes sir. Salute to the legend. You know what I'm yes, saying? Sir. He hey, been telling
1: me about Larry June day 1, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Day Hey one. man, hey, yeah.
3: you you know OG man, I would love for for you, you know what I'm saying, for you and Larry June to try to do something with DJ Butter man. That 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 would do something for the band Detroit even though, you know, Detroit, it, it has its own type of thing going on already, but it mm-hmm. this will be a plus. This will be a plus because as I look at it, you know what I'm saying, Butter always been, he always been the DJ that, that always try to help his people, to try to basically look at the brighter side of things. You know, as a legend, coming from Detroit, coming from Highland Park, and he's been doing his thing since when he was younger, and you know, I've been been around the Jay Dillers, been hey. around the Royce Five Nines, been oh, around the D 12s been around that whole Detroit lineage of 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 hip hop. You know what I'm saying? And and this this right here was solidify. You know what I'm saying? The Bay and Detroit, we really working, we really getting things done, and we gonna do it the right way. You Detroit, know what I'm saying? Man, man, for real. Yeah. Man, we, man. We, hey, man. Hey, you know what? Let me hey. tell you this, OG. I was at 7-Eleven, right? Now this dude had on a, a midnight organic uh, hoodie, right? <laughs> yeah. And he walked past. I said, I, "I said, good job, my boy. And he was like, oh shit, you fuck with my man, Larry June? <laughs> uh, I said, that's my god, bro. I yeah. said, man, I want my man, DJ Butter, and you know what I'm saying? And, and my dude from RBL Posse, he said, yeah, I know about RBL Posse. He said, yeah, I fuck with all that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I was like, For real? And we mm-hmm. out here in New York, OG. We out here in uh, Long Island. Okay. I'm, I'm out here in Long okay. Island, in Long Island, New York. And he had the hoodie okay. on, the Larry June hoodie on. I'm looking like I said, good job, my boy. He turned around and looked down <laughs> me. He was like, oh, you know about Larry June? I said, that's my guy, man. I was like, man, I, 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 we, I, hey, I said, Detroit, we fucks with him, bro. Exactly. And it's, it's so mutual Y'all because, us, for real. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. And and my man, butter, he got he got beats and everything, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, years. I I don't discriminate with nothing. Heat is
2: heat. I don't give a fuck who got man. it or where it's coming from. Heat is heat, man.
0: Hey, you hey, Black, see, I wanted to ask you too, like over the years, is it anybody or any producer or artist you wanted to work with that you haven't worked with yet?
2: Yeah, uh really the only ones would be like Cube, uh, uh Scarface and rest in peace Tupac, you know what I mean? M3 is like, man, I'm like like the ultimate for me as far as rappers to work with, you know what I mean? Right. As far as producers, of course, Dr. Dre, you know, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Would love to get something from Dre, man. You know, and right. you know. let's, yeah. You know, of course, you know, man. Dilla was one of the ones, man. And anybody that's mm-hmm. dealing with that soulful type, man. Mm-hmm. I just,
1: you know, that's
2: dope. Like, yeah, you know him, DJ Quick, and um, yeah. I can I'm see that. Cold one eighty seven, man. You know what I mean? I used to always love Cold one eighty seven, yeah. that funk, man. Yeah. So. It would be my ones, man. It'd be my dream collabos on them dream beats, right there, man. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: right. Hey, do you got a weed strand yet?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got one actually called Roofless by Law with wow. Sunset Connect, uh, Sunset Connect that we did a collab with them, and then I got two with Buddy Buddy uh Indoor Natural. We got one called the uh the Roofless GMO, it's the garlic mushroom onion. Um, and then we got one called the uh Roof, we got Roofless Runts. So oh, yeah, wow. we just been, you know, I just been kind of pushing them. They've been doing good, you know. But everybody, so many people, so many strands in these stores out here, man. It's like you really got the, the push to stand out, man. And this, this, man, it's like the wild, wild west out here right now with them strands, and strands and shit, though, man. But uh, yeah, now we got one. It did real, real well. You know what I mean? It kind of simmered down now though because I've been doing too much promo on it lately. Been focused on my book and my new album, but yeah, we definitely in stores
1: when the next time y'all coming to detroit man
2: hopefully soon man you know everybody like i said you know they booking all these youngsters man it's like it's it's, it's, i'm trying to get on that circuit to where i get on you know like how the west was one or the west Mm. coast legends tour with you know i've been trying to get on there with the loonies and all them man and uh cube and all them it just be hard these promoters you know i'm hoping hopefully bobby d presents he said he's gonna start throwing me in there but i know we get on there we kill it they're gonna they're gonna tell us to come back non-stop you know what i mean every promoter i kind of like did a freebie it always turned into to money you know what i mean a nice business relationship we would do that freebie just to get on and once we tear the stage up they're like yeah we got to get you next time and now we talking dollars you know what i mean so, so that's all we're trying to do hopefully we can get on something out there because you know it's really like a lot of the youngsters who in that category with the side of babies and all them you know what i mean my right.
1: people man we're gonna we gonna put it together Yeah, yeah. that's, right. them, that's what we're trying too. to say yeah. hey. know, I don't be
2: mad about it because it'd be one of the things where you kind of you out of sight you out of mind out there i don't think nobody doing it purposely it's just you know i got to keep them numbers going you know the more i get out like larry june got a tour coming up we're gonna make a few stops with him hopefully i might try to do his stops that he doing up there in um in uh detroit and stuff. Uh, I know he stopped there probably like I think he got like three shows in uh Michigan. So I might try to go with him over there and do this uh down south. So he it start like around May in May sometime. Okay. So okay. yeah we definitely gonna get on a few legs of to that tour and uh wow. you know try to come out and hopefully that you know wake some people up to where you know um uh, man our name is being spoken up when they're in the boardrooms trying to put together that concert you know that that, that tour.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, it's a, it's a lot of similarities with the with the Bay Area in Detroit as far as like how you mentioned Sada Baby and mm-hmm. like that whole swag. And even going back, we had um groups like Street Lords and the Cheddar Boys. Mm-hmm. So when we were here Bay Area artists, though they reminded us of those artists that we yeah. have here. The, the, like the governors you know, you know,
1: governor are people's uh, Eddie Stubbles, that's our people's cousin
2: oh okay the gov you talk about the yeah. gov that was the handlebar records and all yeah, that back in the day do, yeah, you know, yeah, rich, yeah. Rich and, yeah that's my boy
1: yeah, yeah that's our eddie stole that's his cousin from from pa yeah oh okay you, you see
3: you see you see how you, you see how, the, how detroit and the bays is tied yeah. in like like
2: bay area and, and detroit yeah. i mean even e40 and all them say that we it always been like that you know right. what i mean i see yeah. youngsters over there I'll be arguing online yeah. right now Detroit took our style now. The Bay Area took Detroit. <laughs> <style>. <laughs> <laughs> All related. What the hell y'all <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all trying to separate each other now. You know what
1: that's man. what my man's I, talking. we Detroit, the love is there. We just the love, love has there. always
2: yeah. been there, yeah, man. Yeah. Always. You know what I mean? Embrace it. You know what I mean? Instead yeah. of talking about who was first, who did this, who doing like, come on, man. And balls. you can
0: take, you probably could take one of our Chevy's and put a, a plate on it from Cali and put it out there. And y'all wouldn't know the difference, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's the same wow. swag,
1: man.
0: Yeah, that same yeah. swag,
2: man. We stay on them gold things, man. Them gold Z, yeah. gold Z, them gold Dayton's. We yeah. sort of like the is with they, you know, with they sure. Star Wires, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah,
1: man. yeah. Hey, Black Sea, uh, all this stuff going on in hip hop with all, all the murders and stuff, I mean, like, you know, it wasn't frequent when you guys was coming up. When, when Hitman passed away, Mister C passed away. It was, it was big in the community. But it's now it's like every week, or right. every four days, is, you know something going on with with the youth and hip hop. So, what what messages you got to say about you know, the destruction of 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 black versus you know youth black youth versus versus Man, black youth? So
2: you know, I just feel like. Especially if you're gonna be in this hip hop, man, you just gotta separate yourself, man, and and know that you know, trying to keep it real and be in the hood, all you know, that shit, and, you know, and, and you're trying to be successful and still be in the hood, that shit is temporary. Everybody gotta realize that that shit is always temporary. You can't elevate, be worth a million dollars and still trying to be in the hood with people who still living on government assistance and trying to get out it's like you, you you just flashing a stake in their face every day especially if you ain't really even if you're giving back look what nipsey Hussle. i mean you just got to separate yourself sometime man and just you know just protect yourself and uh just give back how you can at a distance you know what i mean i'm just sorry to say everybody can't go everybody ain't gonna be with you you know people you start out with sometimes be the ones who who got, got that stake? you put it in there ready to put it in your back and your in your heart you know what I mean so you got to just separate yourself man especially if you're taking this shit serious separate yeah. yourself man be successful and I think you'll be more beneficial at a distance just you know maybe sending some homies to the hood and you know man hey go snatch this talent up go snatch this talent up uh you know go do the turkey giveaways and uh bike giveaways and, and things of that nature man and uh just stay the, stay the hell out with it. if you're trying to hang out creating a crew with all that's gonna happen you're gonna end up like young thug or you're gonna end up you know like rest in peace nipsey or one of them man mr c you know what i mean a hitman. that's i mean it is what it is man it's i mean you see it the cycle just continue over and over and over man yeah you know you you, got to remove yourself man everybody that done removed they self like indefinitely been gone been successful and i'm one of them you know i was like on the block heavy every day heavily respected in my neighborhood but i know it's you know it's a time and you know it's. it's another black seat coming up there who don't give a fuck who like, you know, I don't, man, I don't give a fuck. I don't respect him. So you got to move out the way, let them do them. And you know, you go on and, and move out the way and let the youngsters have a turn. You try to be there and, and you know, man, you just going to be in the way and all of a sudden, man, you're going to get your ass killed or something, man. You know, you just got to move, man. You're more beneficial away from that thing, man. Being able to just come back and maybe bless a few youngsters with jobs and, and help and advice and, being you know just mentoring you know just just mentoring a couple of them man uh and that's how I look at it now man you know just separate you I know you hate to do it but everybody want to keep it real like man I'm still on the block I'm still here I'm still outside in the hood, and yeah. stuck your ass dead a month later you know what I mean and then, then what now you know you know I, I, one thing I tell my folks and they'd be like bro you know to come back to the hood and hang out for a minute and just show the youngsters I said bro I'm not serving myself on no silver platter to no dummies bro I can't do that I know how valuable I am and ain't there one of these motherfuckers Gonna take care of my four kids. You know what I mean? I like what I'm going to be, they going to be looking stupid. You know what I mean? Uh, Go fund me or something, you know, and everybody laughing and then they all talk about, man, he dumb as hell. He should have never came back when you ain't there. It's like, oh he don't keep it real. He ain't in the hood no more. And then when you there and you get killed, oh, he dumb as hell. He should have stayed his ass away. So stay away, man. I'd rather deal with that criticism versus being there and getting your ass killed and all of a sudden you looking like a fool because you know put yourself at risk. and you know, and got some time, or you know, you in that casket. You know what I mean? So, right, right, right. right. I said, you taking this shit serious? Remove yourself, man, and focus on your craft. You know,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. The, the key, the key, Jim, you dropped there was that you more valuable a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. You, you come back, you help one or two people. Then out to spread out? They help one or two people, exactly. and it keeps you going from there. But if you you get caught up, then you done. It ends with you, right?
2: It ends. That's it. It's over with. You know what I mean? It's over. You know, they might just have you on a t-shirt every year. They might celebrate your birthday every year, but it's, it's over, man. You know what I mean? It's a done deal, you know? And, uh, I can't do that. I can't serve and put myself on a silver platter, man, and serve myself like a pig with the, with the apple in his mouth in the hood. Just like, you know, here, going and just take me down. That, that can't, I refuse to lose, man. You know? So, I know my kids my family count on me so that's way more important than just being out there on that block you know that's temporary that's government assisted housing you know we've been assisted we got enough money now move on let somebody else get their turn to live in that that project you know what i mean who need help it's time to move on you know
1: What, what you what you got to say to the to the ogs man um that that you know, the young G's, they look at us like a lot of the OG's that they, they didn't pass the, the baton back. And you, you see, you see, you know, visibly and spiritually that, that Larry June to give you that. And mm-hmm. you gave us that with the independent game and um, entrepreneurship and things like that, even just being from where you at from for us to be in Detroit and peep game and you know what i'm saying and, and learn from that you know at 15 I, I i was learning from y'all 16 bay area learning from short just a little coming up and you know as we was coming up going through gang wars and, and mm-hmm. drug wars and stuff like that but what you got to say to the ogs that that need to pass the, the baton more and, and and just need to kind of kick something back you know what i'm saying just if it's a business card you know what i'm saying because it. It yeah. seemed like you gave the world that. You know what
2: I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you able, I say, you know, definitely reach back. You know, I I know, I know a lot of our OGs out here in the Bay Area could do it a lot more. I mean, it do seem like it's a lot of selfishness going on in the Bay Area. Like, I mean, we can have more, OGs, but at the same time, I can't be mad at them because you got a lot of these youngsters, man, who hard headed. They don't want to listen too. So, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's, you know like I know everybody like because I seen short talking about it. he was like man a lot of dudes try to say that I ain't coming back to Oakland I ain't doing this for dudes but you know I do reach out to motherfuckers I do help you know if you need help I always I'll give them free verses I'm doing certain things you know I'll pull a few dudes out at shows but you know I can't help everybody you know what I mean it's just that it's be so many people who want you to help them and they not helping themselves so you know you got to you got to stand out above the rest and show that you consistent, you know, with your craft and with your you know what you're trying to do, what you're doing, and you you're gonna be recognized just like me right now. When I see a dude who come like black man, I'm trying to, I'm from Hunter's point, I'm a young rapper. Man, let's see if I can get a verse from you. I do, I don't charge none of my, my guys who who from my city, you know. what I mean, I don't charge none of them, but I got to see you doing something just because you're from the city. I'm not giving you a verse now. I'm gonna go to your page and I'm gonna look at how consistent you've been. I'm gonna look Indeed. and see if you've been dropping videos, I'm gonna listen right. to your music. I'm gonna see if you just been, you know, even if you just taking stuff from YouTube, I, as long as you consistently dropping that out, and I see that you got songs that you've been pushing, man. I'm I'm there for you, you know. what I mean, I'm showing a video shoot everything, so it's just that you gotta help yourself if you want to be helped. You can't just want a handout and want somebody to just put you in position, just you know, to snatch you off the street, and put you in a studio, pay for your studio time, take risks. You know, I believe in myself. That's why I spend money into myself. You know, I'm investing myself first. You know, to show. People who I might want to be investors that look, I got believe in myself. So show me that, that you believe in yourself while you spending your own money. You got your nine yeah. to five, whatever, you know, spend that money on that studio time, shoot a couple of videos. Videos is cheaper than ever right now. We should spend 15000 and above. You can spend $500 getting a video looking like you spent 20000 right now. <laughs> like, I just shot one. And I ain't really spending no money. Right. Like, just yesterday we shot one doing like, you know, kind of dedicated to like Eric B. Rock, Kim era, the, the, uh, uh it's kind of sort of like you guys to chill eric b and rockin we kind of mm. give it up for mc breed you know we that's doing oh
3: yeah yeah guy right breed.
2: there yeah so it's called make it funky on my new album where i kind of you oh, know that's dope. Breed, flow everything so we kind of give it up for them kind of go back to that era and it's like you got to show people that you're willing to invest in yourself and the people gonna invest in you and that's why even right now some of the rappers from my era, they looking down and out. Ain't nobody going to put no money up. Everybody see right. me working. They be like, Black, bro, you one of the only ones from your era. You, Richie Rich, like, y'all looking good. Y'all yeah. still out here yeah. moving.
1: Like, yeah. Yeah. For real.
2: A bum, they going to treat you like a bum. You know, you out here, you got your swag right. You know, you, you looking good. Your merch right. They see you doing shows they willing to put up money for you. So you got to mm-hmm. you know, invest into yourself, man. There's somebody investing invest in you, you know? So that's how I feel about the OGs, man. They, they will look out 40 and then will tap in free verses. They might not want to put you out because it's so easy nowadays. It's like, it's not even really a good investment to put money behind somebody when you can right. go to United masters, you got, tune uh, TuneCore, you know, uh, distro kid empire. I mean, you can do it all yourself at the click of a button. So there's really, no money in it for us, but what we can do is get you know, mentor you, give you some advice if you're willing to listen, give you a verse, you know, maybe bring you out on a hot show, you know, maybe do a song. And uh, if your grind is right, you know, you're gonna be recognized for sure.
0: That's dope,
1: man. Thank you, man, for real. Super yeah. OG C, right there, RBL Posse, sure. man. What That's you want to cool. say? What you want to say, diplomat? We about to get out of here. No, basically. I was
3: gonna uh, <laughs> uh what I was what I was about to ask, I was about to ask, I was I was gonna ask like um like how like when did you when did you first know about Larry June? Like what like you know how how how, how did your chemistry come about? You know what I'm saying? Like That's where did true. it you go? Know.
2: Well, he was born
3: on my block, you know. I seen and knew him as
2: a baby, you know what I mean? Like Larry June, his his father is my best friend. Me and him been around, been together since we was two years old. You know what I mean? His his daddy named Larry June. He the he the real Larry June. Larry, Larry his wow. son, Larry June is really Larry June the third. He just paying homage to his daddy calling himself Larry June. His daddy named Larry Jr. That's his name. That's what we call him, oh. Larry Jr. I talk to him every day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, that's my best friend. He was supposed to be on the album cover with all of us. That album cover you see over right there behind me in the back, That he was supposed yeah. to be there, but he was on that day. He was all fucking off. <laughs> but he would have been on that album cover with us. You know, me, him, Booby, Kurt, all the ones you see them, all my friends I grew up with since knee high. You know, them was all my friends before Mr. C that we was all knee high. Our mamas called each other sisters. Like, they all went to school together you know middle school the whole night so we all grew up calling each other cousins and stuff so his daddy is like my brother we were just riding our hogs the other day I, I riding our bikes you know that's that's I'm my sure. he a real true friend like when my block split up he was one of the ones that stayed neutral and you know didn't take no sides you know what I mean he was just one of the ones that you know fucked with me every day fucked with boobing him every day and you know he always kept it solid. and when Larry and his son started first started getting into music I was right there. I was one of the ones helping him and mentoring him when he was first sounding like T.I. He used to sound like T.I. had that
1: little
2: <laughs> band-man type flow when he first came yeah, in. His daddy liked it. He used to tell all his daddy's stories. He had one the song that I used to want, him, want from him so bad called When the Yields Come. Oh, my God. Like That's yeah. an unreleased... He got some shit when he had that flow back then, but then he ended up going to Atlanta. His mama his whole family I know all of them his mama Janine and all them his grand his his granddaddy Celine was the first rapper in Hunters Point you know what mm, I mean he was a wow. very good rapper that we respected wow. that's my guy you know what I mean so we all family like you know it wasn't no me and him connected he was just born into it he was you know right. he's a member you know what I mean that's why he right. came you know, give it up for me, man. That's real nephew right there, man. You know, loving to death. Him and my daughter and them grew up on this in the neighborhood, in the projects, with each other on their little, you know, little uh uh what's your little little electric cars, a little uh big wheels or whatever, man. They yeah, they was both together, you know what I mean? Him and my daughter the same age. So it's just a blessing that. Wow. He keeping his lit man, and 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 woke it back up for me. You know what I mean. So he, and I, he,
1: he, got, he got you looking twenty something with them health <laughs> drink. <laughs> <still>. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that whole lifestyle
2: that he do, like he born into it. Like his daddy was always the healthiest. Daddy never smoked no weed. His uh, daddy okay. didn't to work out. Me and him work out together. That's all he did was drink orange juice and. Like man. just hustle, like he never did indulge in you no know, weed smoking, no no liquor drinking. Like he was a healthy dude. And that's all he's doing, like man. even the, the, the way he dressed with the old throwback Air Force, uh the Air Maxes and the, the Jordan, like that's all his daddy used wow. to deal with. And every car he got his, his dad is old, old car, the McLaren's, wow. all yeah. that. He done upgraded to some Ferraris and Bentley's and all that <laughs> stuff, but <laughs> all old stuff is the stuff <laughs> that daddy had when he was a youngster, you know what I mean? So he bringing that's it that's back. That's yeah, love nephew.
1: And that's what yeah, I seen. Cool. Him, I seen him on a rolling live with about 2,000 oranges on stage. I said, that's, Yeah, that's
0: yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: doing yeah, his I thing. Think,
0: yeah. Thank you, man. Thanks. Hey, the, hey, hold up though. Before we yeah. get out, we gotta because I, I looked at the links, man. You got to tell everybody how to get your merchandise, yeah, yeah, how to yeah, find yeah. the um, music. Everything that you got going on, social media, and all the that. that
2: yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. The book and everything. Let me grab it right quick. Yeah. yeah. The book is out now. You know, so definitely grab a book. You know, that's out now. You we got four, four pages up in yeah. here. They got some of the pictures and everything, man. You oh, know yeah. all the pictures
1: and everything. The book
2: is out right now. It's called Black Sea, a part of survival from the block to the booth. And, uh that's available now and i can send y'all copies too man just uh you know when we get off just definitely send me to uh addy's where I, y'all want me to send them to man mm-hmm. I, I, I sign them and send them to y'all so y'all have them but it's on man, amazon man. they're available on amazon.com they amazon digital uh you know they own all that uh as far as merchandise and if you want to get it directly from me already signed they can go to uh rboposse.com and click the uh link uh the store link and it'll take them to the store or if they want to go directly to the store where all our no bammer hoodies in the book and uh the cds everything is at. you can go to uh www.bit i mean www.rblposse.bitcartel.com and uh yeah that's really it and just visit us uh man at, at rbl posse across all platforms man you know whether it's facebook uh twitter instagram at rbl posse, man so yeah youtube too <laughs> RBL positive.
0: Yeah, y'all. Mm. I seen y'all. Got y'all. You got some music up there with some videos. I seen the animated videos and all that. Yeah,
2: I yeah, yeah. Too. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also too, check out the Black Sea stuff too. I've been pushing RBL. I got to get my numbers up on the Black Sea. I've been so much focused on the RBL, but yeah, at Black Sea on uh, on YouTube is at Black Sea four one five. So all my new videos is up. Uh, yeah, and um, basically. Black Sea on, um, on 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 uh, uh, titles and all that man. Download the new album, the Black album is out now. We got me and Larry June got a banger on that one called Rainy Day Schedule that we are about to shoot this video too. So, man, yeah, we moving and grooving, man. And uh, catch me hopefully on a couple of the legs of this tour that's jumping off. And then we're gonna be on this Larry June tour on a couple shows, man. And uh, you know, I'll be seeing y'all out there, man.
1: But uh, well, yeah, we we're we're support man. Man, yeah, thanks, thanks for showing the world how to protect your brand, man. and For sure, for we sure. salute that, man. No matter what, you really showed that you protect your it. like it's a corporation, like Walmart or got something, to. you know.
2: You yeah, got yeah. to, man. I, I you know, salute, got man. to, man. Got to protect the legacy, you know, uh, man. My boys, yeah. man, and it's all quality, man. We ain't trying to be boosy around here, man. We
1: yeah,
0: we man. keep
2: it all quality, man, and trying to make sure our fans, you know. They love, they they want to be a piece, be a part of it and respect it. You right, know what I
1: mean? Right, 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 right.
2: Yeah. yeah. Rest in
1: yeah. peace to Mr. C and Hitman, too. Yes, man. sir. Depression of flesh.